Welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You. Through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health, this podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Rise Up For You. This is Natalina. We are here with episode number 32 with Catherine Forrester on how to plan P-L-A-N your finances. It's going to be an awesome episode for you today. Before we jump in, I want to let you know to go ahead and check out our website at www.riseupforyou.com. We have made some really cool changes. We've added some new stuff, some quotes, some more blogs, some reading resources, and it looks awesome. And there's some really great resources there for you. So please check it out again at www.riseupforyou.com. And let us know what we can do for you. Let us know if, you know, you want more information on health and fitness. If you want to learn more about entrepreneurship, we had a great interview with Jeff on Monday. Give us some feedback. Tell us how we're doing. Help us help you. This is all about you. We want to make sure that we are providing content and information that that you enjoy that is beneficial towards you. So don't be afraid. Go on iTunes and write us a little review. Give us some feedback. Email us personally at nln at riseupforyou.com and we will get back to you. So today, episode number 32 with Catherine Forrester. So Catherine is a wealth management advisor for Northwestern Mutual. She works closely with the general agent, Gene Storms, and mentors such as Todd Shoon and Bill Beckley. Catherine quickly rose in her ranks and has received new representative awards in the bronze, silver, gold, and platinum categories. She added an investment practice to her business in 1988 and became the investment products and services category leader of her agency in 2008 and remains the leader today. Catherine's practices continues to expand. She looks to become the first female company to achieve in history the milestone of 1 million and beyond. She's the first woman to join the Columns Resource Group in Minneapolis and is proud to be a mentor for many, especially women. Catherine, just a fun fact about her, she achieved a long a lifelong personal goal by successfully completing an Ironman competition in Wisconsin where she swam 2.4 miles, biked 112 miles, wow, and ran a marathon all within 14 hours. She has had some awesome accomplishments. She's been on, you know, Fox 9 News. She's one of the elite members of the Women's Presidents Organization. And today she is here with us, helping us out with our finances and making sure that we are on the right track to plan for 2016. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. Okay, well, thank you again for joining. I know it's kind of been like <laughs> a journey getting this going, but it's it's. I appreciate your time and whatnot. No problem. So, where are you calling from? Minneapolis, Minnesota, or Eden Prairie, Minnesota, where my office is located. So I'm just sitting in my office. Okay, I can hear the accent for sure. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, that might not be good. <laughs> Well, I'm honored to have you on the show, and um, I always like to start the show off by kind of letting our audience know a little bit about who you are. So can you tell us more information about you and what you do? Sure. 
I am a wealth management advisor at Northwestern Mutual. So how did you step into this financial world? What was the aha moment that was like, this is what I want to do? I know you mentioned that your parents got a divorce and um, it was a really you know, tough time for you and your mother. And this was kind of the moment that sparked your interest in the financial world. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, and my mom's just a really great woman. She's a hospice nurse and a marathon runner. And having no money was really humiliating. And I remember at that moment in time thinking, I'm going to try to find myself in a different situation someday. And there, um, it was, it really began with me wanting to empower myself with education. That's really where it started. And I remember out of that was born the inspiration that maybe I could help others do this. So it was really, um, uh, a nagging thing with me that never went away. And while it's true, I, I got a music degree in college and I sang professionally for quite a while. Oh, really? It was the one thing that never, ever went away for me. And I, so I just, I, I really did start my career here. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's it, awesome. So we have a okay. similar background because I also have a degree in music from a bachelor's degree and I performed and sang for a while too. Awesome. I have a bachelor's degree in music as well. So <laughs> That's <guess> great. great. <laughs> okay. So I, you, I know you spoke a little bit about, um, you know, why you jumped into it financially and your parents went through a divorce and whatnot. So why would you say it's important for women to, you know, to start planning their finances and their future? Yeah. Um, you know, there are, there are a lot of studies out there. As a matter of fact, Northwestern Mutual teamed up with Forbes and did an insight study earlier this year. And we found that women are very confident overall that they will achieve their life goals, but they are not as certain about achieving their financial goals. As a matter of fact, 27% of women feel confident that they'll achieve financial goals. And we have proof that a woman who is empowered financially to stand on her own two feet and make decisions and be involved in key decisions will make better life choices for themselves and it will propel them into achieving other life goals. So I'm passionate about this topic because it bleeds. It's a bleeding effect. Women who are confident about their finances are usually confident about other choices they make in life. Right, right, right. Okay, so how do we, we're in 2016 now, how do we go about planning effectively? And let's talk about financial planning. How do we do it if we're a woman and we're listening? And the majority of our audience is women that are about 25 to 50. So how do they jump into planning the right way? Yeah, so um, this year, Northwestern Mutual is really encouraging women to ditch resolutions and start plans. And I really think it kind of starts with, you know, resolutions usually are oftentimes are short term and they don't last as long. They kind of have a, an immediate effect for the year. We get excited about them and then we drop them where the word plan really insinuates something longer term that will last. And so using the acronym plan, we've developed some steps for women, which are prepare for P, learn for L, act for A, and then network for N. I love that. So if I'm going to kind of just, do you want a little bit of information on those four things? Would you like to hear kind of- That would be great. Yeah, that'd be yeah, great. So, Thank you. So prepare, it starts with by preparing, and that is great that you're going to do something different than you did before. So maybe it's as simple as saying, hey, 25% of that bonus I get this year, that is going to go towards my long-term financial planning. This other 75% or 50% I can spend on anything and feel guilt-free about it, but I'm going to do something differently this year than I did before. So it starts by getting organized and preparing. The, the L is learning, okay? And learning, there, there is no question that the more we learn, the more empowered we feel, right? And the smarter we get about our finances. So I say pick one app or one financial newsletter that you're going to read every day. Just a little, tiny, five minutes spent on something regarding money, planning, and making your you know plans happen. 
um, and, and you will start learning more. And one of my favorite rules is the 50-20-30 rule, which really states that 50% of all of your money that you are earning should be going towards fixed expenses, you know, your mortgage, keeping the lights on, property taxes. 20% of everything you earn should go towards savings. And sometimes I say maybe even more than that, but 20 is the minimum. And then 30% can go towards discretionary expenses and travel, trips, fun, and you can guilt-free spend that if you're saving the other 20. So it's learning tips like that that will really empower you to make smart money choices. For A, when it comes to ACT, this is one of my favorite things. It takes about 30 days to build a new habit, as you know. So I always say do something to hold yourself accountable um, when it comes to doing your planning, which might be something like you know having a buddy system um, to talk more openly with your finances. Do something by look, you know, every month change your habit to I'm going to look at my checkbook once a month and make sure I'm not overspending to hold myself accountable. And then the end is networking. And I, Nada, I believe that we as women are sitting on gold mines for one another out there with resources. Um, and the more we as women talk about our fan finances, and the more we're open to that, we increase financial literacy for ourselves and one another. And so join a women's networking group. Talk openly about your finances. Just like working out is easier with a buddy, so are talking about your finances when you have a friend or a buddy to do that with as well. So those are the tips that I'm really trying to you know, share with the gals out there who say, I want to do something differently. I want to have a plan, not just a resolution. Yeah, I love that. And I, and I think that, you know, you're absolutely right. Some women tend to think that, um, you know, when they get married or whatever, that, they, that the man is supposed to take care of all the finances. But that's just not realistic in the world that we live in anymore. And there's a lot of women that don't know, they, they're not aware, they don't have the knowledge on how to plan, how to save their money. And I mean, I know women that are making great money and they have nothing to show for it. They, they don't know how to save it. They don't know what to do with it. And I'm like, what are you doing with all of your money? Where is it going? So I think you're absolutely right about being more open to talk with other women about finances and learning and understanding that verbiage and that, and that knowledge on how to save and how to plan. That's great. And I, I could not agree with you more. There are wonderful, trustworthy financial advisors out there like me who want to partner with you and help you with this plan, such as the case is true for me, let's say, where I partner with a great pediatrician to help me with my son and a great smart veterinarian to help me with my dogs and a great attorney to draft my will. And I have a wonderful accountant that does my tax return every year. You can't be all things to all people and an expert at everything. And with changing tax laws and the way the world works, and there's so many sophistications to advising these days, it's great to have a co-pilot, somebody who really understands your needs and not someone else's and has their best interest second to yours, of course, but is knowledgeable, cares, and in my humble opinion, can marry the mathematics of financial planning with the heart and the mind and the gut that a woman has to follow because our instincts as women are one of the best things we have. But sometimes the burden of trying to be the expert in that field is hard too. So you can partner with great resources out there to get the job done if you are out there a woman trying to do it all, you know, earn the money, have a right. great job, take care of yourself and all those kinds of things. You know, there are resources to help you be the expert, you know, that you don't have to be. 100%. So can you give us, I mean, you gave us the plan acronym, which is awesome. Can you give us three like quick power tips about our money and how to be more effective with it? Yeah, I would say 
you know, you need to save more than you think you do. So make one small change, you know, make a small change. I am going to go to Starbucks once a week, not every single day. Um, and not to pick on Starbucks, but fill right. the blank. <laughs> I love them too, you know, but pick something and just say, I'm going to make one small change. I'm not going to try to make this radical change. And I'm going to put the difference in the savings account and then I'm going to it for my future or, you know, find a different home for it or save for a new home or for an emergency fund or whatever it may be. So that's definitely one of my tips. The second tip would also be what I just, you know, said earlier with partnering with a great trustworthy person to help you get this done. If you know that you want to make a change in this area of your life, you know, it's easier to do that with someone that can help you that's knowledgeable in that area. So partner with a great trusted advisor um, like me or someone at Northwestern Mutual or a great referral that you get from someone you know that can be trusted to help you get that job done. That's that's the, the, the second tip I would have. And then the third thing I would say would be to put a plan in place that you see, which is, you know, looking to for the information or partnering with someone to find out how much do I need in an emergency fund? What if I was disabled today? What would that look like? If I want to send my kids to college, how much is that going to cost, depending on if they want to go to a private school or public school? If I want to retire earlier and be in the driver's seat and in control based on longevity and how long I could live, how much money do I need to have saved? Look at a plan and review the facts. And you might find out you're in a better place than you thought you were, or you might find out that you need to really get going on this. But I would say instead of just guessing and ignoring the topic, get literate about it and it will help you feel so much better. You'll sleep at night and you won't believe what this will do for other areas of your life at large. Yeah, 100%. I, I agree with you more. I just started implementing that myself and I actually save 50% of what I make every month. That is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. And I'll tell you what, Nada, I got to tip my cap to you and any other women out there that are really trying to save more because the facts remain. We are living longer and longer in life and people are wanting to retire earlier or more importantly, receive people don't want to do the corporate grind, but they want to be in a career that they enjoy and love and are passionate about right. and doing maybe three or four days a week. Because I always talk to women about balance. Balance is everything. If you can find the balance sooner, the better. But by having more money saved, that allows you and empowers you to be in control of your destiny. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, more of a, a financial freedom, more, I would say. <laughs> that's right. That's exactly it. Yep, that's the key. Yep. So thank you, Catherine. I just have a couple more questions. We call it like the power section of the of the interview. Ooh, uh, okay. <laughs> Can you tell us one book that you've read that's had a massive impact on you? Yes. I, I maybe have two, if that's okay. Yes. Um, the first would be The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Great book. It's just a, a good book about following your destiny, listening to your mind, heart, and soul, and going after what you believe you deserve in life and making no excuses for it whatsoever. And so I'm a big fan of that way of thinking. And the same is true of finances that, or weight loss or you know, improvement with your uh, friendships or partnerships or whatever it may be. It's you do have to put the work in and follow your soul to get what you want in life. The other book that I would say would be very specific to this audience that might help is The Soul of Money by mm -hmm. Lynn Twist. And she talks in there um, at large about, I think, really speaks to women because what does money mean? You know, we turn on the television every day and there's so much, you know, hubbub and talk about the stock market. And of course, I'm an expert in that area. But the reality is for women, what money means to them traditionally is different 
than what it means to men. And it's more about the freedom, the flexibility, the balance, the ability to contribute, the ability to participate, the ability to give, the ability to change their children's lives, their lives, um, the community. And so in The Soul of Money, she talks a lot about the, the heart and soul of, of finances and what they mean to us as women. I think a lot of uh, listeners would really appreciate that book. So yeah. Great. Thank you. I'll put that on my to-buy list. Yes, do. <laughs> um, and what's one thing that you've accomplished that you're proud of? Oh my! In the in the world of finances or anything, otherwise? anything. Oh my goodness! Well, I have to say, um, having a, a child, having my son, is my greatest accomplishment. Um, as a uh, family, it would be having a very, very happy marriage that we work very hard on. And personally, it would be uh, doing the Ironman triathlon. <laughs> which okay, <is> my <laughs> accomplishment because I wanted to. Uh, my son to know his mom is an iron man and she can do anything she puts her mind to. And I'm not a genetically gifted athlete by any means. So it was really an accomplishment. That's and I awesome. would say last, but not least it would be working in a male dominated field for um, almost 20 years and um, staying true to who I am by helping a lot of women out there be their very, very best financially and sticking it through. So that would, that would be my, my short list. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you recognized that in the financial world, because like I said, there are a lot of women that aren't aware of that. And I think it's great that you're recognizing that and being able to share that with other women. That's awesome. That's, that's for sure. It's, it doesn't, it doesn't happen easily. And my, my life personally and professionally have not been linear and they have come with a lot of missteps and a lot of really, really hard times, ups and downs. And that's probably true of all of us. And that's what makes us stronger. And then if you can pull yourself up by your bootstraps and get a little grit behind you, um, you move on and forge on. And that I think that spirit, like I was talking about amongst women, is gives us the opportunity in life to be champions for one another. You know, then you can really help your you know, close group of friends and then your next close group of friends. It bleeds by... Um, being champions for each other and heroes for each other. So that's why, you know, I think it's important as women to be empowered, empower ourselves. You got to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And are there any morning routines or any routines that you have that help you get like a positive rise in your life? Yeah. You know, um, I am a fan of trying to do my very best to exercise and the Ironman triathlon was an extreme situation. And now I'm out of a very extreme situation, but now I just try to do 30 minutes of exercise um, four or five days a week. I try to read something healthy for my brain in the mornings, and I don't have a lot of time to do that, but I spend a short amount of time reading. Um, and then for me, it's therapeutic to drive my son to school um, every chance I get. So those are my morning routines to empower me and bring me up and make me feel like a great mom, a great uh person for myself to take care of myself and a great financial advisor. So, and I do do devotions as well. I do a little five minute spiritual devotion every day, um, almost every day that I read to help me stay centered and balanced and, and positive. Cause it's not always easy. Um, especially on PMS days. Right? Yeah. I hear you. <laughs> it's not always easy to keep your head screwed on straight. So I love <laughs> that. I love yeah. that. Okay. So last question here, is there anything um, that we didn't get a chance to talk about that you want to kind of leave our audience with? You know, I think the only thing that I would say is if they're looking for more, you know, information out there this year, Northwestern Mutual, um, 
they have a couple of really neat things. They have a focus on women section. If you okay. go to NorthwesternMutual.com, and that's some meatier topics when it comes to if you want to just learn something about finances or learn something about personal life choices. They've got a wide variety of topics to focus on women on their website now. The other thing is we have hashtag woman with a plan. And if you go to the hashtag woman with a plan, you will see the celebration of women um, who have put plans together that maybe previously didn't have a plan put together. And they tell about the impact of that. So if you're looking to get inspiration um, from other women who put some plans together and said, this is how it's transformed, changed, empowered me, um, that would be a great thing to look up as well. So maybe those are a couple of things that can help people out there. That's you know? great. Thank you so much for the yeah. information. Thank you. Anytime. Anytime. I was going to ask you how we stay connected and support you, but you kind of mentioned it. But do you have anything like personally or a website or anything for your own that we can kind of find you and connect with you on? Yes, absolutely. Catherine-Forster.com. And it's K-A-T-H-E-R-I-N-E dash. And then Forster is F-O-R-R-E-S-T-E-R. Dot com and you can find me there or Google Catherine Forster Schneewind. It's a mouthful. Schneewind um, <laughs> is S C H N E E W I N D. But I'm out there every day helping great people do great things, and I love it. I absolutely love what I do. So thank you so much. I'll be sure to put that in the notes for our audience so they could see the great. spelling and click on the website and all that. Thank you again so much you're for your awesome. time. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Nada, for everything you're doing for women out thank there. You. I just want to really say thank you to you for your inspiration and everything you're doing to help women out there holistically. I love your holistic approach, and I think it's so needed and so necessary, and I am honored today to be a part of thank your you. and your wonderful podcast. So thank you. Thank you. I'm glad we finally got in touch. <laughs> yeah, we did it. Yeah. Have a great care. day. Thank you. You thank too. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, that's all we have for our episode today. Thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoyed. Please don't forget to check us out on our social media everywhere we are at Rise Up For You. Again, as mentioned earlier, we would love to hear from you. We would love your support. And we will see you for Girl Chat on Friday. Have a wonderful day. Don't forget, Rise Up For You. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater tomorrow.